Now, when most people imagine what it might feel like to have a heart attack, they probably picture an intense, crushing chest pain. But around 20% of patients actually present with no chest pain at all. And women are less likely to have chest pain than men. That's according to a research project by Fitirea students and academic at Te Pukinga. To tell us what to watch out for instead, especially in women, Program Manager of Paramedicine at Fitirea, Belinda Weston, rejoins us now. Hi, Belinda. Kia ora, Jesse. How did you end up in this field? Um, what interested you about it? In paramedicine or academia? <laughs> paramedicine, yeah. Um, paramedicine is this job where you get the privilege of uh, going to help somebody uh, in their house uh, and try and create calm out of that chaos, whatever it is. Um, so it's an absolute privilege to be a paramedic. Best job in the world. Really, and a very um, satisfying job when it's well done, I imagine. Absolutely, yeah. Um, and we still have bad days, but um, overall the the good stuff uh, makes it an amazing, amazing job. What is a heart attack? So a heart attack is uh, a build-up of um, fats, cholesterol and calcium in your arteries, and that kind of forms a plaque. And uh, it can uh, lead to creation of a, a blood clot. And, and for a heart attack, that means that clot is in the um, coronary artery. So our heart is an amazing uh, pump that supplies oxygenated blood all around our body. Um, but when we get a clot within, within one of those arteries that actually supplies the um, the heart with oxygen, that is a heart attack, uh, and that can be what causes the pain sensation. How do you know you're having one? Uh, that's an excellent question. So <laughs> certainly, um, you know, the, the textbook version is that uh, central chest pain that you talked about on the introduction, that dull and heavy, heavy sensation. You might have radiation into your arms or your jaw. But uh, our research kind of indicated that 20% uh, have no chest pain, which makes it harder to, to work out yourself mm. that that's what's, that's what's happening. And also there's been this historical uh, thought that a typical presentation for women, uh, they have different... Uh, presentation, but actually this research indicates that it's not atypical, it's typical for women to have a different presentation of heart attack. Um, There's the a long history of, uh, of this in, uh, in the area of medicine, right? Um, normal being referring to what men experience and then sort of women having to play catch up a little bit when their symptoms or experiences are different. And it's and it's worse than that, Jesse, because the the research has been based on white cis men, right? right? We, we know we know that indigenous Maori Pacifica um, women trans people are uh, you know excluded from 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 research or okay. have been up to now. And, and so. that's why you're here talking to me to spread the message. So, um, is it true that there are two things going on here that women are less likely? than men to experience chest pain, but also less likely to pay attention to it? 
both things are both things are true. So it may be that the woman's presentation of pain doesn't match that severe central chest pain, and it maybe does it, it's not there all the time, and it comes and goes. And with it coming and going, they're like, "Is that really what I think it is?" You know, you put it off a bit longer because you're thinking, or, "Or you're busy, or you've got family commitments, whatever." Um, but you also might have these other symptoms, so you might have palpitations, breathlessness, nausea and vomiting. Um, you may not, you know, women are you. We're going to get a bit personal here, but women have periods, right? We're used to pain. We, we deal with pain yeah. every month. <laughs> yeah. but we, we manage pain, so maybe our 10 out of 10 pain is different. And, um, and so how do we judge what's severe? Um, Interesting, yeah. yeah. Is there a growing recognition of, of this um, syndrome, the fact that women may be presenting differently with a, a heart attack? If a paramedic shows up, do they know to look for different things in women? Uh, I think that's part of the reason that we wanted to publish this article um, because even the uh, New Zealand-based research in here indicated that maybe um, paramedics in New Zealand still have a little bit of work to do in terms of recognising um, uh, heart attacks in men and women. Our tool in the field is using a 12-lead ECG. Um, so you put those extra sticky dots around the left side of the chest and you have a look at the electrical output. Mm. And that can show um, many MIs, but there's also what we call a non-STEMI, which is a non-ST elevation MI, and that doesn't show in that picture. So then you've got to be more suspicious or more curious about other symptoms that may may also present and, and not be put off by the fact the person says I don't have chest pain or it's not very bad. Forgive me B, what does MI stand for? Myocardial infarction, sorry. Paramedics are dreadful at using <laughs> three letter acronyms. <laughs> That's all good, we got the, we got the gist. So, yeah. so what is the message today, not just to women but to men who may one day have a heart attack, one in five men who'll have a heart attack, um, who won't get that big chest pain? How do you um, be aware? What are you looking for? I think if you know yourself well, be aware when something's changed. And I can give you a practice example. So I attended uh, a lady, a middle-aged lady um, in her early 60s, and when she called us, she did not have chest pain. She had very vague symptoms and it was around sort of increased fatigue and reduced exercise tolerance. So she said, you know, I used to be able to go for a walk, no bother at all, and I found I, I get breathless literally walking to the mailbox. So she'd recognised that change in herself and she called us. Now I didn't actually immediately do a 12 lead because that initial presentation was quite vague, but I tend to be fairly thorough and do 12 leads on people over a certain age and I did one on the way to hospital and it did show that she was having a heart attack. So being being aware of your own what's normal and what's well for you and noticing when there's a when there's a something different. Yeah. And it might it might be subtle around that just that exercise tolerance um increased fatigue, which unfortunately people are also suffering uh, post-COVID as well. So navigating that space is a bit awkward at the moment. 
you must have had plenty of experiences as a paramedic when you showed up and, and recognised a heart attack. What is that scene generally like? Uh, the patient and the family can be quite distressed, but they often have a look of relief when you walk in. Um, and it's like you're here, you'll, you'll be able to do some things. Um, yeah. It must be pretty serious. Like if I think if that artery, the coronary artery is blocked, by the time I've called an ambulance and waited for it and you guys arrive, what is happening in there? Does it usually sort of break through the oxygen or um, can you survive for several minutes without that working properly? It depends uh, which artery has the blockage and how high up the, the artery the blockage is. Uh, which has an impact, impact on how uh, much of the heart material is now without oxygen. Uh, the, the blockage rarely breaks off. It does need uh, medical intervention, um, so go into the catheterisation lab. Um, so it is quite serious, and, and um, you don't really want to delay getting that checked out. Okay. Any other messages we haven't covered to be for people listening today want to give themselves the best possible chance of survival? Say that again. I anything else we haven't covered today? Anything uh, I didn't ask you that you wanted to get out in terms of uh, a message for people listening? Um, be, be aware of those other symptoms uh, like I talked about. Don't think you're being a nuisance. Um, I've had a few people not call me until quite late because they thought they'd be a nuisance. Um, that is actually what the ambulance is for. Yeah, and your research shows that the person least wanting to be a nuisance is an older, single woman living alone. Exactly that, yeah. Give us the call. Give us the call. Let us decide. <laughs> Good stuff. Hey, really nice to talk to you. Thank you very much for your time today. Thank you for your interest in the topic. Belinda Westenra, B. Westenra, Program Manager of Paramedicine at Fitterea.